Maybe some of you, this was really easy because you know what? This is nothing new to you. This is something that you just take advantage of, opportunities, all the time. It just flows off the tip of your tongue. And for others of you, you may be familiar with the gospel. You may understand the gospel. You may be able to identify the gospel when you hear somebody else communicate it. But it's not a personal habit or practice of yours personally to share with somebody else how they can begin a relationship with Jesus Christ. And there is a difference, again, between understanding the gospel and being able to communicate it clearly and effectively. And my hope and my prayer game is that for all of us who've labored through this book and are going to labor through it now for another six weeks or so, that if we get anything, we understand the story of the gospel. We understand this week and what it is that Christ has done for us. And we understand it so well that we consider it a privilege and a great joy and opportunity that we'd want to go and tell somebody else how they can begin that relationship with Christ. That we wouldn't see it as, oh, well, that's somebody else's job, somebody else's spiritual gift, somebody who's on staff, or maybe Wagner does that, or I'll bring them to church someday so Wagner can communicate that on Sunday morning. But no, it's your opportunity. It's your chance. It's your privilege. It's your joy to sit down with somebody and talk to them how they're loved by God, how there's hope, how there's meaning, and how peace can be found. And what I want to do is is just simply show you this morning in, in less than five minutes a really clear way of sharing um, how somebody can have a relationship with Christ. I want to give you a way. Alright? And again, as I said, there are many. But if you would, I think if you have some time with somebody, the most effective thing to do is to actually open your Bibles and have them read with you. So if I'm sitting down with somebody, um, it's just easy to turn to the book of Romans. And I'm going to share with you a, a way that's familiar to many of you, I hope. It's called the Romans Road. There's two points what I share with friends often. Hey, you know, the Bible says that there's, there's bad news and there's good news. And the bad news is this. Romans 3.23, and I just turn the Bible and say, read this with me. If you wouldn't mind, read it aloud and have them read. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's right. That's the bad news. That you have sinned and I have sinned. Now sin is just simply doing that which is contrary to the will of God. And you know what the Bible teaches is that that we have both sinned. You've sinned, I've sinned, Billy Graham's sinned, whoever it is that you look up to and admire, we have all sinned. No one is immune. And it goes on to say in Romans 6, 23, if you'll read that with me, for the wages of sin is death. Now, what are a wage? what's a wage? Well, it's something you earn. And because of our sin, because all of us have sinned, We've all done something which is contrary to the will of God. We have earned death. Not just a physical death, but a spiritual death and that we've been separated from God. But it goes on to say, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that leads to the good news. The good news. But God demonstrates His own love toward us in this. That while we are yet Sinners, Christ died for us. Just flip over to Romans 5a. And have them read it. Here's the good news, gang. You don't have to get your life right. You don't have to understand all of the Bible. You don't have to 
do this or refrain from doing this. We have a choice we have to make. Scripture says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so the Bible says that we have a choice. So let me ask you, what's keeping you from trusting in Jesus Christ today? That's a crucial question. To then turn and to give them an opportunity to respond. What is keeping you from trusting in Jesus Christ today? And if I'm sitting at Starbucks and have a pen and a napkin, I usually draw three circles. Right? Just like you see on the screen right here. And I go, let me ask you something. What are you trusting in? to begin that relationship with Christ. Where is your hope found? You see, really, you have three choices here. You you could trust in in yourself and all your good works and all the good things you do and hope that the good outweighs the bad. You can look at the world around you and go, I'm better than that guy, right? And you just hope it all measures out. And you can trust in, in your own standing before God. That's one option. And another option is, is that you can trust in what Christ has done for you in a combination of that plus your good works and your own standing before God. And the final option is to trust in Christ and in Christ alone and what he's done for you. Recognizing that in and of yourselves you have nothing to offer God. A perfect, holy, righteous God. But as we just read in the scripture, it's a free gift. And all we have to do is receive it. But, but here's the logical consequence of the choice that we make. If we say that we, we're trusted in our own works, then essentially what we're saying is that Christ's death on the cross was unnecessary. Think about it. If, if the means by which we can have a relationship with God... Can begin, can begin by our own self-standing and by our own good works, then essentially what we're saying and the argument we're making is is that Christ died needlessly. His death was unnecessary. And if, if we say that it's some combination of Christ plus works, then really what we're saying is that His death was disappointing or is insufficient. It's only when we say that we're trusting in Christ and in Christ alone that His death was sufficient. And it is therefore why Jesus said, it is finished when he was on the cross. And so I'm asking you now, what's keeping you from beginning or trusting in Jesus Christ and in him alone? And give him a chance to respond. Point to which circle you're trusting in right now. And help him understand the logical conclusions that they're making. It's tough for people to say that Christ died unnecessarily. It's tough. It's tough for people to go, you know what, his death was, man, it was, it was incomplete. And help them understand the good news, the, the hope that we have in Christ. And if you didn't mark those passages in Romans, hopefully you memorized Ephesians 2, 8, 9 this morning. And you could just simply use that. For by grace we've been saved through faith. And this is not of ourselves. It's not by works. Right? It's a free gift of God. It's a gift. But we have a choice of whether or not we want to receive that gift. 
Not by works so that no man can boast. And just simply share that verse with them. Draw three circles and go, hey man, I just want to, I would love to pray with you. I would love to answer any questions that you may have about how you can begin that relationship with Christ. Again, there's not a way of doing this. There are many ways of doing it. My challenge for you this morning is to pick a way in which you're comfortable and engage those who are far from God. Engage. Have the conversation. Don't just come here and learn about salvation. Go and share with someone how they can begin that relationship. And then there's nothing sweeter than to take them to Romans 5.1 and Romans 8.1 and have them read this. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8.1 There is therefore now no condemnation, circle that, for those who are in Christ Jesus. What a privilege we have to share that story with somebody. If you had a difficult time or felt like, hey, there was a, you could have communicated that more effectively with the guy you spoke with this morning, I want to encourage you, when you get in your groups, work through that. Talk through that. And then I want to challenge each of you to share within your group who it is that you need to have that conversation with this week and who you're going to engage with. All right? All right, we'll see you guys.